Welcome to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. I'm Joey Roberts. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fearless. Today, we have Jamie Davidson, my business partner at AMZ Insiders, joining as we are going to discuss five tips for building community around your brand. Jamie, thanks for hanging with me today. Yeah, awesome to be here. Let's dive in. What is a tip you have for brands that are building and we all need to have community. Yeah, so definitely the first thing that comes to mind is around partnerships. So where are we right now? We're at Helium 10. Yeah, so we're not in studio there. We're actually in Helium 10 studio here and uh, we have a great partnership with Helium 10. And of course, partnerships can be coming in all different uh, fashions, but the opportunity in the industry to connect and to have partnerships is uh, just a massive advantage and something that we heavily focus on and is a, a great way to build build community. Yes, and I love that we're shooting this podcast in Helium 10 because our partnership with Helium 10 goes beyond, hey, we have a coaching community and we base our program a lot with Helium 10 in our trainings. We have other tools, but we love Helium 10. And it goes beyond that. We're actually partners to where we can come to their headquarters and we can shoot content for them and we can shoot our podcast here and we can have them on the podcast as well. And to me, that is a healthy partnership and a partnership that is beneficial for Helium 10 and for AMZ Insiders to just work together. I want to call it friends, except for we're professionals, right? So it's like one brand is friends with another brand. And when you're friends, you mix the partnership and all partnerships are you. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that is so cool about this industry is just what you said. there, like friends, like coordinating to do the pot. They're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, come on in here and, and do it. And likewise, you know, we, we help other people out. And so it's that really kind of fun dynamic that kind of, uh, we all help each other out and you can Huge advantage for anyone, you know, and anyone can do it in terms of just reaching out. So that's a great one. Yes. Love that tip. Let's move on to another tip. And this is one that Jamie actually got me into. Uh, probably I was selling over a year, well, close to a year by the, by the time I went to my first in-person event. Yeah. So, you know, so much of this business because it's e-commerce, it's online. So you do so much of it you know, via your computer kind of virtually. And that's great because you have the flexibility and the freedom that we talk about. But the flip side of that is you don't necessarily get to interact with a lot of people, probably in your local community that sell on Amazon. Because most of us always talk about like on our street, in our neighborhood, there's not a lot of other sellers, right? Even though right. there's like a few million sellers on Amazon, but not of those million typically aren't in any of our own neighborhoods. So you have to get out there or it's really cool if you get out there uh, again, all the online stuff is great. We do, of course, a lot of online teaching and training and learning online, but there's still nothing like coming in person uh, to go out there and invest some time of your own time, uh, you know, some money to travel in there to actually go to events in person. Right. And you don't have to go to every single Amazon event. As soon as I went to a couple of events, I was like overwhelmed with the events. Check them out and see which ones resonate with you. And hit up a few. 
Most people know Prosper. That's a big event. And SellerCon is in Austin. And I love any event in Austin. So if there's an event in Austin, you'll probably see me there. And there's some great events also put on by Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I would aim to try to get out to three or four events for the whole year. I like that. We go to a lot. But that is where you can really connect and find your people. Find who is going to fit with your brand, with you personally, with your software, whatever you're doing. And it's different than any other industry because when I... You know, I have my um, commercial design company where we sell wallpaper. I don't necessarily go to those events to find partnerships. I find partnerships for that business very differently than I do for my Amazon brand and for AMZ insiders. Yeah, the beautiful. Like once you go once, even then you get to meet someone in person. Like the first time we met was at actually an event, even though we had you part of the training program and and so. But it, once you came and we met each other one time, then you really know that person. You can follow up you know, remotely and have these ongoing things. But, you know, until you've met someone one time, at least in person, it's a little tricky. But like you said, it, it makes all the difference when you can get out. Um, and obviously, like you said, there's so much to execute often when you come back to events. So don't go to events just for the sake of events. Make sure that, you know, you you implement, you know, what you what you learn. And, and like I said, don't overdo it. Yeah, that's good advice to think of like, well, what is it I want to get out? So if it's like, my brand, let's say at Prosper, right? I have a women's health brand. I sell fertility products. Well, I might be lucky if I meet somebody else in that space who also sells, um, I don't know, something to do with women's health, which did happen. I did get introduced to somebody at Prosper who was selling and I don't want to say exact as me because nobody's products are exactly alike. Sure. Right? So it's not, yep. it's not about that, but it was cool because then we can continue the conversation and hopefully her and I will will eventually partner on brain stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. What's another tip that you could share with us? Yeah, just building off of the this event topic, um, you know, one of the reasons that you really want to go to the events and spend time is you don't really, it's like you don't know what you don't know, but uh, you don't know who to learn, who who you want to learn from and and maybe who you don't want to learn from. And I mean that for anyone, um, ourselves included. So, yeah. you know, for us having met and connect with a lot of people, we know we all have different strengths and weaknesses. And so for certain topics or certain aspects of Amazon, like you and I could say, oh, we think this is a great person to go to. Um, let's say we had a question about email, like, you know, email marketing and figuring stuff out. We go, oh, well, our friend Sean Hart, Seth, like we'll reach out to them. And in a heartbeat, they're going to give us a ton of good tips if we're having issues with open rates of our emails, et cetera. If someone else, you know, if it's listing optimization or certain things. So, you know, we know a lot, but no one's, none of us know everything. And so, you know, by going out there, especially going in-person events or spending time um, networking and connecting, it really helps you understand who you know, have confidence. So you're not just guessing and pulling up random YouTube videos of people you don't know if the information is reliable or not, but you can really gain that experience uh, for, again, whether you're new to selling or whether, you know, you've been at it for a while like you and I. Yeah, that's good advice, too, because the events um, keep everything really relevant, too. So if you're you're at an event and you connect with somebody, you're you're in the present. It's the now. 
right? Like this is the latest thing in PPC. This is what's happening with the algorithm or this is what's going on with social media. And to your point, email marketing changes and tactics change and evolve. So yeah, connect with the people who you want to learn from who are staying relevant. And it's to me, it's important that to connect with sellers because I'm a seller, I'm addicted to selling and I love to learn from other sellers. So I look for that. And especially when I bring guests, even on this podcast, I love to know that they once sold and, you know, found a a problem to solve for Amazon sellers. And I meet a lot of those people at events and and connect with them. And what about um, another tip we can get into? Competition. Yeah. So I would say this is one of the bigger mistakes I made early in my career in the Amazon space for you know a little over a decade is that early on, um, we kind of viewed other people as competition because you're like, oh, I'm in business, there's competition. Listen, what I learned uh, in probably the last five years and I think the last year we've we've gone, we've, and we, frankly, we've learned it from some other people in the industry of how you approach it is that um, I think you really want to have an abundance mindset of like, and I think you say that, I've heard you say this, is that there's plenty of opportunity and room for all of us to be successful. And so if you can collaborate with people and not view people as competition, it really opens so many doors that what ends up, it comes back to you uh, in a much bigger way than if you kind of stay closed-minded or close other people off uh, in this industry. Yes, especially in this industry where everybody around us is partnering. So I like to think of it as there is room for all of us at the table and I want to be at that table. Yeah, that's that's a great way to view it. And again, it just comes back to, it opens so many opportunities for you to get access to insights we were talking about before, like the latest things. It's not even existing. Some, sometimes there's brand new things that are coming out, right? There's new tactics or tools. We talk about AI. Again, it's about like, well, we've got a network of people that are that we know and like and trust that are working on it. So even if we figure something, they might figure something out super cool and we have the access to learn and get at, you know, because, because we trust each other, we help each other out. And so, you know, it's like we all benefit who you're connected with. So you can just learn and stay relevant so much more than you could if we were off in our own little corner and, you know, keeping everyone else out. Yes. I'm having a flashback to, I, uh, it, it was either BDSS or um, one of Dima's events. But anyway, we were at a networking cocktail party and you knew the product I was selling, the one that I'm, mm. um, you know, still can't say. I will tell you guys in like five years when the NDA <laughs> or non-compete is up. But anyway, the, I was selling that product and I don't know if it was you or maybe one of the aggregators who was looking at my business brought over somebody who was selling a complimentary product that I was thinking of adding to my product line. And I'd, uh, it's not that I was necessarily a new seller because I tried selling in 2017 and that didn't go well, but this was my first time as like a seven figure seller. Yeah. And now there is another, you know, seven, probably almost eight figure seller coming over and we sold very similar products and I felt uncomfortable talking to them. And I look back at that moment and I'm, laughing because we were not competition. There was potentially a partnership, potentially not, but it was weird for them to know my brand name and I knew their brand name. I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> and, and there is room at the table for everybody. And it's still very rare that you find somebody who's selling the 
similar product to you and is on, you know, page one and page two for your keywords. But even if you do, do not make an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's not keep your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> it really is about creating value and learning from each other. And I would certainly rather be friends with a competitor than an enemy to a competitor. That's a great perspective. Yeah. So we're on this topic of building community around your brand. What you've kind of talked to me about this is um, value. Let's talk about value. Yeah. So this is in something over the last several years I've learned, not just from the e-commerce space, but um, I'd say like the digital marketing space is really good at that, at this, which is, and again, it's kind of a life principle, is try to think about leading with value on in the community yourself. And that can be hard for a lot of people because a lot of people have imposter, imposter syndrome that they think, oh, I don't know enough or I can't add value around these people right. because these guys are you know men and women or experts. But don't think of it that way. Everyone knows something different because if you're in your business, you're working on your brand, you come across something. And so I love to think about trying to give value Ideally, first, like if you, so if we want help with something, uh, we were with Carlos uh, Alvarez on his cruise and uh, we were both spoke on. And we, I remember where I was chatting at the end and we were giving him a tip about uh, something we do with uh, to help our emails get open more, which was yeah. about around, around Google and YouTube and the thing. And he was like, You got to be, oh my God, I, I'm going to implement that right away. But meanwhile, he's sharing stuff with us that is like, mind-blowing but so it was just like one little thing of giving value because uh, I, maybe he knew it he didn't he happened not to know that but the more you can come up with something to try to contribute to the community help someone else out uh, again it'll come back to you uh, in so many bigger ways if you can uh, always think give value first yes I love that lead with value it's like what you put out there comes back to you and I think that's also one of the reasons we both enjoy coaching and building our coaching community because we get to provide value and then we do get a lot out of that. Yeah. I'll give you one real quick example. A uh, guy, Brandon Poulon, CEO, founder of uh, Lady Boss. It's like a $50 million business. Flew me out to New Mexico, hired me to basically teach him Amazon for two days. So I show up there. I'm ready to, I want to make, we're doing this in person. Uh, and so I get to his office in Albuquerque. And he goes, all right, all today. And so I'm all ready to go. He's like, today, I only want to help you, Jamie, on your business. Like you're, and I'm like, what? Incredible. He's like, yeah, no. So in that day, he was like hooking me up with podcasts to be on. He was, because uh, he was one of the top digital marketers in the space and wow. you grew a huge community. And then the next day, after he gave me a full day, it kind of blew me away. Of course, how it's motivated and inspired was I to like, really, really, you know, help him out. The next day we went to town, his entire team was in there. We helped him out. Yes. So our 15 minutes is up, but let's review our five tips really quickly. We dove into just partnerships, making sure you have mutually beneficial partnerships, attend in-person events, connect with people that you want to learn from. That's an important one. You don't have to be BFFs with everybody. Find your people. And number four was don't view people as competition, right? That's the part of partnerships and community. And the last one, I absolutely love you brought this up, value. Provide value, put in what you put into it, and you will get what 
you put in back. So provide tons of value. You're going to get tons back. Well, Jamie, thanks again for joining on this week's edition of 15 Minutes of Fearless. If you're already selling on Amazon or you're looking to get started and you want my help, go to amzfearless.com to book a free strategy selling session. We can see if we can help you out. That's amzfearless.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. Until next time, stay fearless. Fearless.